Ladies and gentlemen, today's edition of Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you're going to get 15% off your next order. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Eagles fans? Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. As always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Louis DiBiase joining you on this Monday edition of the show. We're kicking off the final week of the show that doesn't include the 2021 NFL Draft. You have 10 days until the first round kicks off next Thursday, April 29th. Me and Gino will be live starting at 7 o'clock on StreamYard on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, Locked on Eagles. Also, it'll be live broadcasting on Twitter at Locked on Birds, at DBLCLOE, and at GC24 underscore football. So we have an hour. We're going to go live before the draft, and then we'll go up until the Eagles pick at maybe 12, or maybe they move up, maybe they move down. We will find out, but me and Gino will get coverage for you up until the Eagles pick. So we have reactions to that and then we're also going to hop back and forth the locked on nfl podcast is also having a live draft show so gino and i will be on that as well it's a full slate for you next thursday and we'll be live again on friday too for round two and three it never stops right here on your daily philadelphia eagles podcast locked on eagles but as well as the entire locked on nfl channel guys starting today Through the 26th, make sure you listen as well to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Lockdown and Odyssey featuring analysis from, we've got NFL experts on like Michael Irvin, we've got Hall of Famers on, we've got Jason Lockenfora, Brian Baldinger, our local experts including Gino and I, and for every other team, we're making trades and picking the next stars for our teams. So search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. So we've partnered with Odyssey to do this incredible mock draft. Today's episode number one, and it's picks one through five. So make sure you get that podcast today on any platform. And then me and Gino, we do make our pick at 12. So I will say we stay put at 12, but I'm not going to spoil for you who we took, but I think you're going to like that. So that's going on on the NFL channel across lockdown this week, Mock Draft Central. And you guys know today's Monday, so what does that mean? It's Mock Draft Monday as well. We're going to do something different again today. It's the My Guy Mock Draft. So in segment two, you're going to hear a seven-round mock draft from myself, and I take players in each round that I've pounded the table for all offseason that we would consider my guys, right? The guys that you are standing for kind of in this draft class. We all have them every single year. Gino's going to do the same thing in segment three. So we do, you know, a realistic mock draft still what the Eagles could do and based on the positions we think that they will take with those picks they have in rounds one through seven, we take my guys in each of those rounds. And I did a little activity here. I did move up or down. I won't tell you what. Check out segment two for that because I wanted to try something different. We've talked on the show about pretty much every scenario now, right, that could play out for the Eagles. We talked about who they could pick by just sitting at number 12. We talked about potential options if they wanted to come back into the first round at the bottom of the first round to see what guys they can get with that second pick. We've talked about who they could try to move up for from 12 to, you know, 7 through 11. Options that they wanted to move down from 12 to, let's say, 17. 
And so I want to get into another scenario today. I think the ideal scenario that we all want is we want J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertain, Devontae Smith, or Jalen Waddell. We want one of those guys at 12. And then you don't have to give up extra picks to go get one of those guys at, you know, eighth overall with Carolina or, you know, nine with Denver. And then you can use those other picks that you saved to come back in if you want for that second pick, right? We've talked about that scenario of two first round draft picks. But here's a scenario that we haven't really talked about a lot. What if those guys aren't there at 12? And you can make one of two decisions I put up on Twitter. You can discuss this as well at Lockdown Birds. Let's say you can either, number one, trade up for one of them. You can give up an extra third-round pick, and you can go get one of those four prospects. Or number two, you could trade down. And then, so you move down, let's say, from like 12 to 20. And then you come back in with those extra picks you have and move up from the 37th pick in the second round and come get a second prospect. I want to know which one you would rather do because I think the they're both better than I just don't I laid out those two scenarios because I don't want the nightmare scenario where those four prospects aren't there, you don't move down, but there's not a receiver or cornerback worth that 12th pick. So you end up taking a lineman like Rashawn Slater or Quiddy Pie. That's what I don't want. I want one of those two scenarios if this scenario played out, if this is the way the board fell. Either trade up and go get one of those guys or move down and then come back in with the picks you collected. And apparently the Eagles have considered both. I like both as well. I think I'd be more for moving up, right? Give up an extra third or fourth. Go get your guy. You still have pick 37. But honestly, what I'm going to try today is moving down because I don't hate the idea. I like it a lot better than taking Slater or Pie at 12. I'd rather move down from picks, you know, 12 to 15 to 20. I don't want to move down to 30, but move down to pick 17 or, you know, 18. Take somebody like Rashad Bateman or Greg Newsom, And then again, use those extra picks to come back and grab maybe Asante Samuel or Eric Stokes or Terrace Marshall or Kadarius Toney. I just, I don't want to sit there at 12 and pick a lineman. I'm really scared of that. I know lineman is extremely important, right? It's the pick that you never get excited about because, but at the same time, you don't really complain about it because you know how crucial it is. And I know Philadelphia, that's their backbone, right? It's part of why they won a championship and they've been good for, you know, 90% of the 21st century. I do understand that 100%, but I just think for how badly the Eagles need receiver and corner, both short-term and long-term, they need to get at least one or two prospects in day one from those positions. So I want to try now, we've talked about trading up, we've talked about trading back in and sitting at 12, you know, getting picks 12 and 28. What about moving down and then coming back in? So you still get two picks, but we're trading down again from 6 to 12, now to another pick. I'm going to try that in segment two in my edition of the My Guys Mock Draft right here on Locked On Eagles. That's coming up next, guys. Don't go anywhere. And we also want to give a shout out to our sponsors. One of them is 10 10, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into your special someone's life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words, 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special 
and truly meaningful. Guys, today's show is also sponsored by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but you can bet on draft props. You can bet on the NBA, the NHL, also even awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit using our promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, welcome back into Mock Draft Monday right here on Locked On Eagles. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL Draft as well from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And stay tuned for more info about our live NFL Draft coverage, including Locked On Eagles. We'll be live starting at 7 o'clock as we get ready for next Thursday's first round of the 2021 NFL draft. Let's start up my edition of our My Guys mock draft. I'm going to go through rounds one through seven and take players that I'm pounding the table for that I want the Eagles to take in this draft class. And again, as I said in segment one, the one thing we really haven't discussed yet or tried, we've moved up in the draft, we've moved back into the first round pick for a second one, right? We've done pretty much everything. We've took receivers, cornerbacks, linemen. We've really experimented a lot on mock draft Monday this year, but we have not tried trading down from 12. So let's do that. And honestly, it helps me get more of my guys. And so this is obviously again, dependent. I'm not moving down. If one of those four prospects we always talk about is available, right? Certain Smith, Waddle or horn. But in this scenario, we're going to say those guys aren't there. So I'm going to move down and the bears actually called me up on the draft network mock draft simulation. So these were all real trades that I did actually make the bears and maybe going from six to 12 to 20 is really low and it's going to piss off a lot of fans, which is true. But in this scenario, you're still going to get two players at receiver and cornerback on day one that are strong prospects. And I'd rather have that. I'd rather have 20 and a guy at let's say 30 than Rashawn Slater. I just really would. And it's no knock on Slater, but I I want receiver and corner. That is what I'm gunning for in this draft. So the Bears offered me pick 20, 83, 164, and 204 for 12. So I'm collecting, I'm swapping first, I'm moving down eight spots, but I'm getting another third round pick, a third one. I'm getting pick 164 and 204 as well on day three. And based on the board, I'm taking this because Minnesota wide receiver Rashad Bateman is there and he's not particularly a my guy for me but he's exactly what this Eagles team needs. A do-it-all, reliable, ex-starting receiver. Let Jalen Rager play on the other side. Go get a slot guy. Rashad Bateman, he's not as flashy as Kadarius Toney or Elijah Moore or Rondale Moore. He's not as big as Terrace Marshall, but Bateman really does it all. He gave me, I was watching a lot of his film yesterday, I got Stephon Diggs vibes watching him. He can separate. He can go up and get any football at the catch point. He is... Again, not as fast as those other prospects, but he has really good run after the catchability. I just think he's a do-it-all stud receiver. And, you know, you missed last year on Justin Jefferson because he wasn't flashy either. This year, learn from that mistake and just take an all-around receiver. Last year, you were all in on speed. This year, you just need playmakers at receiver, and that's Rashad Bateman. So again, he's not a my guy here, but at the same time for me, most of the Lou DiBiase my guys 
They're at the bottom of the first round, and they're in the other rounds of this draft. So Rashad Bateman just makes too much sense here at pick 20, and getting Bateman helps me get another my guy at pick 24 because the Pittsburgh Steelers called and offered 24 for the Eagles' 37th pick in the second round, pick 123 and 189. I'm doing that, and guess who I'm taking? I bet you can guess. It's Florida State cornerback Asante Samuel Jr. So you get Rashad Bateman and Asante Samuel while collecting a 2022 first-round pick from the Dolphins to go from 6 to 12. I collect a third third third-round pick this year with pick 83. So now I have 70, 83, and 84, and then we swap some late picks. So I get a foundation piece at receiver and at corner in this draft. Asante can play inside if you want to start, or he can be CB2 opposite Darius Slay. You guys know how much I love Samuel in man coverage and zone. I think Jonathan Gannon would turn him into an absolute star, and this would be such a fun pick for Eagles fans because Asante Samuel was Mr. Pick 6. He's the last truly elite corner the Eagles have had, and you can crack out those number 22 jerseys again because his kid is coming to the city of brotherly love alongside Rashad Bateman. So that's what I did with the first round. Pick 20 and 24, Rashad Bateman and Asante Samuel Jr. So then again, we don't have 37 anymore because we moved back in for 24. So we're up again here in round three at pick 70. I went with another my guy, Georgia cornerback Tyson Campbell, who I think is going to be ready from day one. So the question is, do you want Asante? It's kind of a fun situation. You've got Darius Slay on one side. Then Asante can play in the slot. Do you want to start off with Samuel inside with Tyson Campbell on the outside until Darius Slay moves on? Or you can have Samuel on the outside. I think Campbell can play inside as well. He's extremely versatile. Or, you know, he can kind of sit on the sidelines and develop while you use Avante Maddox in the nickel. But I think right now you only have Darius Slay. After round three, if you can have Slay, Samuel, and Campbell, that's a lot for Jonathan Gannon to work with. And the Eagles need to redo this secondary, especially at cornerback. And so two of the guys that I'm in love with in this class are Asante Samuel and Tyson Campbell, and I'm bringing those two guys in here with this mock draft. So I've got two more third-round picks here, pick 83 and 84. And two guys fell to me that I absolutely love on defense. So we've gone defense, offense, defense, defense. I'm taking another couple defensive players. I think you have more long-term pieces on offense, potentially, than on defense. You need a receiver. That was Rashad Bateman. Now, Get your corners. We got that with Asante and Tyson Campbell. Now I'm going to go edge, and I'm going to go with a Swiss Army knife at safety slash linebacker. At pick 83 and 84, I went with UAB edge rusher Jordan Smith and then Florida State safety Hamza Nazaruddin. These two are just athletic freaks. I mean, talk about wingspans. Combine these two. Holy cow, it could cover a building. Jordan Smith is built pretty identically to Josh Sweat, right? He's 6'5", 260 pounds, extremely fast get-off. He's bendy. He's strong. He's a little bit raw when it comes to the amount of pass rush moves. That's why he falls to round three. Also, some character concerns with that credit card fraud stuff from Florida. That's why he went to UAB. But I talked to him at his Pro Day press conference a couple weeks ago. He seems like a mature, changed guy, and pro football focus at him as one of the most efficient pass rushers on the edge last year in the entire country. And then you get Florida State safety Hamza Nazaruddin, who really, he writes the wrong of not taking Jeremy Chin last year, right? That Swiss Army knife, Malcolm Jenkins-like guy where he can play single high, he can cover in the slot, he can play in the box. He's kind of built, honestly, like Cam Chancellor, but he's very athletic, he's rangy, he can do it all. And you have Anthony Harris, you have Rodney McLeod, you have Kayvon Wallace. 
But you have no idea what you have in Wallace. McLeod is coming off another serious leg injury. He's got one year left on his deal. I love Anthony Harris, but he's only on a one-year deal too, and he's, what, 29 years old. Nazar Dean right here is great value, and he just makes so much sense. Also, the Eagles linebacker core isn't great either. You can play him at linebacker in maybe nickel and dime situations as well. So you want that kind of versatility. You wanted it last year in Jeremy Chin. You took Jalen Hurts instead. Go get some upside here in round three with Jordan Smith and Nazar Dean. Neither has to play right away. Smith can be behind Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, and Derek Barnett. And Nazar Dean can be behind uh, Wallace, Harris, and McLeod. But if you want to use him as a third safety, I think he can play right away. He is just so athletically gifted. I, I love the ability of those two. The upside is through the roof. Okay, so now I kind of spice it up here. I was up at round five, pick 150, but I did a little bit of a makeup. Um, I kind of made up a trade here for a veteran, kind of like they did last year for Marquise Goodwin. I called up Chicago again, and I offered them round five, pick 150, and round six, pick 224 for wide receiver Anthony Miller. So now, because I got Rashad Bateman, right? That's your X receiver. Jalen Rager is going to be your Z this year. Who's starting in the slot? It could be Quez Watkins. It could be John Hightower. It could be Travis Fulgham. Or you trade for a guy like Anthony Miller, who never really met his full potential in Chicago, but this guy has consistently been able to separate when he's running the right route, right? Uh, That's an issue that Lauren Cox of Lockdown Bears talked to us about a couple weeks ago on the show. But when he is on assignment, he is creating separation. That's why draft the draft circle loved him coming out of Memphis in 2018, and that's why he was a second-round pick. So it's kind of a buy-low move here. He'll compete with Watkins, Hightower, and Fulgham for that third spot. I think if you have Bateman, Rager, and Miller at receiver, that's a pretty good situation for Jalen Hurts in 2021. All right, so then I have one fifth-round pick here because I moved one to get Anthony Miller. At pick 184, I went with another upside guy on the defensive line, Florida State defensive lineman Joshua Kando. This guy is 6'7". He is built like put Giannis Antetokounmpo or LeBron James on the edge. That's what this guy looks like. I know he's dealt with some injury concerns, and he's very raw, but my gosh, when you have that power, when you have that size, and you have that speed for somebody of that size, I'm just into upside. I really am, and I saw Josh Sweat, the payoff, and I want that again. That's why I took Jordan Smith in the third round, and it's why I'm going with Kando here, and I'm going to try to move him on the edge and inside. I want this to be kind of my Charles Menehue pick that the Eagles didn't make a couple years ago, right? Remember him? The uh, versatile Texas lineman at defensive tackle, at defensive end. He's a key part of the Houston Texans defense now. Uh, You could have had him in round five or four, but you took Shreve Miller instead. You know, that kind of, that rover role on the defensive line. Michael Bennett kind of as well in 2018. I think Kando could do that. And I think in round five, that's a pretty good kind of upside pick for sure. All right, then I wrap up the draft in round six and seven. I took UB running back Jarrett Patterson to be my RB2. Video game numbers, I grew up in right in his backyard in Buffalo. I've been covering UB for a couple of years now. I think this dude, I don't think he's going to be a star running back, but he's going to be a great rotational guy that puts up insane numbers in college. And I think he'll be very reliable through the air and on the ground with round six, pick 204. Get some more insurance because I don't know what you have in Jordan Howard and Boston Scott in 2021. Then I took at pick 225, Pittsburgh interior offensive lineman Jimmy Morrissey. And then I rounded out my mock draft in round seven with BYU tight end Matt Bushman and Boston College linebacker Isaiah McDuffie. So I get Rashad Bateman 
and Anthony Miller, hopefully as long-term receivers next to Jalen Rager. I get two long-term corners, hopefully, and Asante Samuel Jr. and Tyson Campbell. I get two crazy fun upside prospects on the defensive line in Jordan Smith and Joshua Kando, a Swiss Army knife at safety in Hamza Nazaruddin to right the wrong of not taking Jeremy Chin, potentially an RB2 in Jarrett Patterson, and then a do-it-all offensive lineman in Jimmy Morrissey, and then a couple you know, late picks with a tight end in Matt Bushman and a linebacker in Isaiah McDuffie. So I personally love this mock draft. Again, it's a lot of the guys that I'm pounding the table for, hence the name of my guy mock draft. But I think if you can come away with this kind of haul, even though you move down from pick 6 to 12 to 20, I think it's a really good situation. And these could be a, a lot of foundational pieces for the Eagles' long-term core. Let's see what Gino's going to do now. He's also going to do a seven-round My Guy mock draft coming up next right here on Locked On Eagles. And guys, today's show is sponsored by the best-tasting protein bar on the planet right now. It's Built Bar, 18 amazing flavors, six new ones, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, and of course, the uh, 12 OGs as well. My go-to is peanut butter brownie or peanut butter, but you got as well banana bread, orange, toffee almond, you name it. They're available. Your style is there at Built Bar. Covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, and it's the healthy alternative to your everyday snack. 19 grams of protein and only 180 calories in every bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you're going to get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Welcome on in, everybody, to Gino's turn here to take the seat of Howie Roseman for a My Guys Monday edition of this show. Lou did his in the first segment or the second, whatever he does here in editing, I don't know. But for right now, this is focusing here on the My Guys for me. Gino Camilleri, your new general manager. And before I do, I just want to thank everybody who's listened to us during this 2021 draft season. We're only a few days away. We're really here in the final stretch of draft week. So thank you all for tuning in every single time that you've downloaded. And I hope people from other networks are tuning in to our ultimate mock draft so you can get a hold and see what happens around the NFL with all our other platforms and see our selection on Wednesday from Lou and I. But for now, it is the My Guys edition of this show. We are starting off at pick number 12. It wouldn't be Gino Camilleri's episode of this show and my turn here in the mock draft chair to not pick at pick number 12, my guy Devonta Smith from the University of Alabama. Only makes sense because I said he was the best of the four guys there out of Jerry Judy, out of Henry Ruggs, out of Jalen Waddell, even out of Frank Mitchie this year. And now Devonta Smith is going to be in Eagle Green, and he really has been the my guy of it. I, I've loved the Slim Reaper ever since he got on the scene there at Alabama. He's the Heisman winner for a reason, back-to-back 1,000-yard receiver for a reason, special teams ace for a reason. The pick just makes way too much sense, in my opinion, for the Eagles at 12. If he is there, you make that pick all day. Make a guy like me very happy. Pick number 37 here in the second round. I went cornerback a lot like we've done wide receiver cornerback here in these last few weeks of the show ever since we moved back to 12. I went with cornerback out of Syracuse, Ifatu Melifanwu. And if you've listened to the show, you have heard me adore Ifatu and just 
rave over his athletic ability and just his length and his size and what he did at Syracuse. And there's going to be three Syracuse defensive backs taken this season. They stood a tough test in the ACC, really got bruised and battered, but a lot of them had their number called and they stepped up in a great way. And he fought to, I hopefully can be a second round ace. Unlike his brother was Obi a few years ago for the Raiders. Hopefully Ifatu can be that guy. He's my guy. I love a lot of Syracuse players in this draft, but with that size, that length, that athleticism, it's unbelievable. I loved Byron Jones purely for a lot of those reasons. So it makes a lot of sense why I like Ifatu as well. Pick 70. I think you guys know, I love this guy, Carlos Boogie Basham edge out of Wake Forest. He's one of those guys I keep saying that when the Eagles like to take interior defensive linemen, edge players, they like versatility. They like guys they can move from the five tech to a seven tech to a three tech, even plug them inside at a one at times. Basham played all over the place. Isn't the highest athleticism guy in the world, but he's a high motor guy, something that Howie Roseman, since he has been the general manager, has looked for in his edge players. Continuing here in the third round, going to pick 84. We're sticking in central New York, going back to Syracuse to pick safety Andre Cisco. I couldn't not pick a safety in this class, and I also could not not pick my favorite safety in this class. Andre, ever since he was a freshman where he had seven interceptions, truly showed off his ball hawk ability and something that the Eagles have not had for quite some time. Somebody on the back end that could just prowl like a gazelle and just roam in the open field and really find the ball in the back end. They drafted Kevon Wall, somebody who's going to be up front, use his stature more, get somebody, Andre Sisco, a little more undersized, a little more fluid when it comes to the athleticism, athleticism factor, excuse me, and being able to use great angles and great range to find his spot and get to the ball and attack it in the air. Love Andre Sisko. Pair him up with Ifatu Malafanwu. You get two-thirds of that Syracuse defensive backfield. I love it. Pick 123 here in the fourth round. Somebody that, if you follow me on Twitter, I've praised a lot. This is a tight end. You might not have heard of him. Zach Davison. He's out of Central Missouri. Division II school. The reason I learned about Zach Davison was that CGS, when I saw this kid, he just popped in the room. He was just one of the tallest individuals, one of the most well-cut-up individuals. If you look, he has quietly been on the NFL's radar for quite some time. He also was a punter there, so he has some versatility when it comes to the special teams game. But he is a guy that really dominated at that Division II level. I'm not scared to take talent wherever it is. Go look up some of his highlights. He is easily the best player on the field. Nine times out of ten, and Joe Douglas always said that when you're looking at small school players, if they dominate three out of every four plays, they're going to succeed in the NFL. Well, at least have a chance to succeed. And he is one of those guys. Zach Davison, I would love to see his name called. He's one of the swaggiest individuals ever. He was wearing a fanny pack that had just this unbelievable uh, design on it there the whole time. And he had some great Hawaiian shirts and he's just a, a character of an in- individual at CGS. I would love for the Eagles to take him, especially in a poor tight end class, a high upside individual in De- Zach Davidson. Moving to pick 150, sticking with another team here in New York. And you guys know, I love my UB Bulls being from Buffalo. I'm sticking with the edge rusher, Malcolm Koontz. I've mentioned him plenty of times on the show. Lou and I have talked about him plenty of times on this show. Mel Kuyper had Malcolm Koontz as his 41st overall player 
on his board, which is crazy to me, but it might go to say how much the NFL actually likes this player. But I believe he'll be a day three pick because of his injury concerns. He was out for most of last year due to that. He wasn't able to go to the senior bowl for that exact reason. A high upside individual, somebody the NFL has on their radar, somebody I've had on my radar. He's been the best pass rusher that UB has seen since Khalil Mack was drafted all those years ago. So he would be a great addition to that edge room with Boogie Basham there in this draft. Sticking with the UB Bulls, another player you've heard me talk at nauseam about. I tweet at nauseam about this player. Jarrett Patterson, running back out of the University of Buffalo at pick 189. I think Jarrett Patterson is going to be a star in the NFL. He's not going to be a number one guy, but he'll be in a committee. And when you have Miles Sanders, somebody who needs – a third down back there, somebody who could get those tough yards for him. Jared Patterson could be that guy. He scores touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. You need somebody to score in the red zone for you and really give a challenge to this roster at the running back position because, I mean, Jordan Howard is what he is at this point in his career. We've seen Boston Scott do what he does. You need somebody else. You need an upgrade at that position. Jared Patterson, I believe, fills that role for you. No questions asked. Moving to the next pick at pick 224 here wide receiver k johnson out of north or south dakota state university who actually upset north dakota state university this past weekend they won that rivalry game k johnson no he was cheering on his jacks i will be cheering on his name at this nfl draft an absolute unbelievable prospect coming out of south dakota state university goes to the senior bowl really excels one of those guys that we talk about small school Dallas Goddard played with him for a little bit. He was there with him, so he will be able to put in a good word for him, I would hope. Cade Johnson is a guy you can move inside, move outside. Athleticism, athleticism, athleticism. That's what you are getting out of a lot of these guys, Cade Johnson being one of them. Pick 225 here. Wouldn't be a Geno Camilleri draft without taking an Oregon Duck. I really believe Thomas Graham is going to go Far down the draft boards for an unnecessary reason. I think he's a very versatile player, plays inside corner, outside corner, plays that star nickel corner role as well. Would be a great addition to this defensive backfield. They need versatility there. Thomas Graham does that for you without a doubt. The next pick you've heard me talk about, another CGS alum offensive tackle, Greg Island out of Mississippi State. Athleticism and size alone, he isn't the greatest athlete, but his size is is incredible he's six foot eight plays left tackle some people even have him as a left guard on their boards but you need somebody to come in here who can really be a developmental player at that position outside of Jack Driscoll who really moves all over that line Greg Island could come in here with Jeff Stoutland and really I think it could make magic happen because he's a raw prospect Jeff Stoutland does a fantastic job molding those guys Last pick here, pick 240, another guy out of the CGS. I love these guys. It was much like how I loved that Senior Bowl roster last year. I think the CGS roster has a chance to be special because the East-West Shrine game didn't happen. A lot of these other bowl games didn't happen. CGS reaped the rewards there. Mustafa Johnson, interior defensive lineman out of Colorado. My final pick here. These are all my guys. Guys, I will be rooting for, for the Eagles to take a few weeks or not even a few weeks, a few days from today. So thank you guys for joining us here on this My Guys edition of the show. As always, Gino Camilleri, 
joining you here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Catch me on Twitter at GC24 underscore football, and I will catch you guys on these airwaves five times a week. So thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening, and fly, Eagles, fly.